go. Welcome back to the Atlanta to Falcons Forever. I'm joined with Luke again today. Luke, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing good today. Sorry. We're here to discuss the Falcons week four game versus the Browns. Huge win and a game preview of their game against the Buck Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So without wasting any time, let's just get right into it with some opening thoughts. And this was a really big win for us, I would say. We managed to take down the Cleveland Browns and I've been surprised of how good we've been so far. All game, all four games this season have came down to fourth quarter play, or they've been really close. And you know, realistically, if we had closed out the Saints game right, maybe done a little better in like the um, in the uh, Rams game, we could have been four and zero or three and one. And that's realistically. But obviously, maybe I'm just getting a little too much of myself. But I'm so I'm not. I mean, for four games, I would not have expected this team to be playing as competitive football as they are. And zero two and two is not great. It's just at five hundred. It's, you know, not much by anything, but, you know, there are expectations that we were going to get, like, the number one pick. I bet power rankings had us really low, like 32 sometimes, especially after, like, week one or something. But, no, we've done a little better than expected, and we have a big matchup coming up against the Bucks. That could be for our division. So, Luke, you have anything to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're definitely doing, a, like, a lot better than everybody expected. Um, and, I mean, you know, lots of just – lots of players that – a lot of people didn't expect have been uh, playing really well. Um, like young players, like, you know, Richie Grant, um, which, I mean, he's just been playing incredible. I mean, I know last year he had some um, off the field issues and everything, but this year it seems like he's a lot more motivated. And I mean, uh, definitely just um, a lot better than everybody expected. And the Falcons, um, I know that, you know, there's a lot of teams that are looking a lot better than us, but, you know, we definitely surpassed expectations, as you said. Yeah, I agree. And back-to-back game-winning interceptions. Our defense has had, you know, kind of a knack for, like, you know, selling in final moments. But, I mean, and arguably they did in the Saints game, but they've started to make up for it a little bit. A.J. Terrell looking like himself again, playing great. And Richie Grant, obviously, like you mentioned, playing good. D. Alford with the pick to steal this game. Richie Grant the game before, but still. Defense playing better than expected, but um, another thing that I was impressed by is our run game. Obviously, Patterson, he hits the IR, most likely will miss four games, but our run game was very solid with Tyler Algier, who's like the ultimate fantasy sleeper right now across everything. And then Caleb Huntley, I think rookie, who found his way in the end zone on Sunday. And I like our rushing game, as well as Mariota. I think he has some rushing upside too, but... I like our rushing game. I think we're pretty good. And even without Patterson, I still think we can thrive in the backfield, especially against top defenses. I've liked what I've seen from all three of those running backs so far. But Patterson, tough loss still. You know, hopefully we'll get him back soon. At, at, the, at his age, you just got to pray that it's not, like, too serious because he's, um, he's on the older side. I think he's, like, 31 or something. So hopefully he'll make his way back into our, our game. But, yeah, you just got to hope it's not that serious. But... Um, I was really impressed at the offense, but not so impressed with Mariota. I would see the argument for him being a bottom five quarterback. And I was wondering your thoughts on that, Luke. Thoughts on Mariota's play so far? Um, yeah, so Mariota, um, he kind of he's kind of what we expected him to be. We didn't expect him to be, you know, a very good quarterback. He, he hasn't developed his passing game. You know, he, um, Mariota, uh, We've like through the past, you know, games we've kind of seen like why Mariota has been a backup quarterback. He's just 
he's just not a great passer. Like he has uh, he has some you know running game, but he has he has to stick to like short throws. Like he can't like make like as accurate like longer throws. I mean, we have seen some good plays from him, but nothing is consistent. And we've kind of just relied a lot on our running game um, to win our games. So, yeah, Marcus Mariota, you know, um, hasn't, you know, we've kind of seen that he's not the best quarterback, you know, through the past few games and why he is, he's a backup quarterback for uh, Las Vegas. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I totally agree with you. We knew what we were getting when we signed him, like a very temporary quarterback, you know, Obviously, Desmond Ritter is the one who's going to grow and take the starting role. But the question now becomes, when do we play Ritter? When do we keep Mariota? Now, obviously, we're not probably not going to bench Mariota now. We've won two in a row. But look, I'm looking at the Steelers situation. They just benched Mitch Trubisky in favor of Kenny Pickett. And so Kenny Pickett, um, the first quarterback off the board, probably the most pro-ready. But I'm just wondering, when is the time we move on from Mariota? Because I think he's been solid, all things considered. But his passing ability is not very good. And we need someone like Desmond Ritter. He's going to be the one that's going to take us to a next level. And I think he might have been playing a little bit against the Rams. But still, they've been tinkering with it. But I like the idea of keeping him on the bench for a little bit. Maybe like the first season or something. But And here's my giant overreaction. Okay, But next year, if we have Ritter and he's as good as advertised under center, we get Calvin Ridley back. Um, Patterson stays or like this offense is still really good. I believe we can make a run for a playoff spot. That's my super optimistic take because this offense has been surprisingly good. We've put up like 20-plus points in every game we've played this season. But with Ritter under center next year, Ridley coming back from his suspension, I believe we could really be like a dangerous offense. And that's my overreaction take, my optimistic take, is that we can make a playoff spot next year. I like what our future has, but our defense is you know still kind of a liability. Um, on Sunday, the Browns ran all over us. To be fair, they had Nick Chubb, who I think leads the league in rushing yards, and has been doing pretty good. I mean, Nick Ching, I mean, we uh, we had our run game, they had theirs. Jacoby Brissett, kind of in the same boat as Mariota, like a very temporary quarterback that do- doesn't quite throw a lot. So Nick Chubb had 19 carries for 118 yards and a touchdown. And also, um, um, less impressive, but Kareem Hunt also got 49 yards. So our defense needs to do a little bit better, but I've been impressed with their play so far. Any closing thoughts, Luke? Oh, yeah, I, I think I agree with you on the playoff, uh, you know, the overreaction a little bit. Um, our offense is looking, looks, I mean, our receiving core, you know, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, um, you know, matched with, like, a quarterback, like, maybe, like, a better quarterback like Desmond Ritter after, you know, develops a little bit. Can I think I, I think that can be really deadly. And as you said, our defense, but... Um, Definitely our defense is looking a lot better than last year. Not, I mean, still not good, but hopefully they can continue to improve. Hopefully we can continue to be more consistent with our defense. Um, but, yeah, our offense, our, our rushing game, our running game, like our offensive line, I mean, Arthur Smith is a genius when it comes to the running game, rushing game We've in the past few games. Like our offensive line has been able to really, like, open up uh, lanes for – running back so we can continue to do that along with you know Kyle Pitts and you know Drake London you, you know we get Desmond Ritter in there he's as you said if he's as good as everybody thinks you know he could be um our defense continues to improve definitely think playoff spot is possible for us uh, in the coming years I agree and I like where um I like where I like where you come from that Arthur Smith thing he's coming from that system in Tennessee where they had Derrick Henry and he could have broken the rushing record 
I think he did get like two thousand plus yards because of the um, they played the Texans. Like it was like the first extend might have been like the first extended like week eighteen season. But yeah, he's coming from that system. No, it was the year before, but it was coming from that system in Tennessee where he had Derrick Henry and that like kind of run game. And I like what he's done with our run game and our um the lanes. And yeah, I agree. So game preview at the Buccaneers. Uh, Luke, take it away. Yeah, uh, the Buccaneers. Um, Falcons versus Buccaneers. So, we're, we're, we're still big underdogs um, against Buc- the Bucs. Uh, I mean, which, I mean, is was expected. Uh, um, so, yeah, the Bucs um, definitely uh, have. So, last week, the Bucs lost against the Chiefs at home, which I don't know. But uh, so the Falcons... Um, Looking, I think the Falcons. Yeah, as I said, we were talking about the Falcons' rushing game is looking really good. Um, and you know their offensive line and whatnot. Um, if we're able to create like rushing lanes, and we, we might be able to get some good rushing yards. Um, don't know much about you know Cordero Patterson, uh, but in his injury and whatever. But um, you know, Marcus Mariota is going to have to kind of show up if we want to you know, get, make this a close game. I feel like we have to use our passing game a little bit more. Um, we're going to have to, you know, Kyle Pitts is going to have to get a little bit more involved to make some plays. Drake London, you know, he's he's been involved, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I think this is definitely going to be uh, a step up from the Browns. Um, to, uh, the Bucks. I mean, they haven't looked the best, but they definitely – um, are we? Everybody thinks they're a lot better than us. Um, so yeah, uh, my score prediction. Should we go and do score predictions? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Then I'll talk about it and I'll give my score prediction. My score prediction for the game is Buccaneers thirty, Falcons twenty-one. So yeah, that's my uh, score prediction. All right, yeah, I like what you said. I agree with a lot of it. Buccaneers also getting a lot of pieces back, not limited, um, including but like not limited to Mike Evans and the emergence of Chris Godwin coming back. Uh, Mike Evans got this uh, obviously the one game suspension for the um, the brawl in New Orleans with Marshawn Lattimore, but another interesting thing that I see is uh, AJ Terrell, who struggled in Week One, but is you know back on pace, looks like himself again, is now playing against Mike Evans, um, which will be a very interesting matchup for sure probably. And this is also very unrelated, but Tom Brady and his wife Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce lawyers, and this is gonna sound incredibly stupid, but Tom kind of has a knack for playing like extremely well when he's upset. That's not like actually like a key point in the game. I just kind of put that there because I don't know. It's just something that's happening, and I feel like Tom will be very motivated to win to win the game, you know. But um, yeah, let's get into my pick. So the spread was Buccaneers minus ten, which. I thought it was about fair, maybe a little less, considering we're both the same record right now, and we've been playing pretty good recently. But um, my pick was Falcons twenty-four, Buccaneers thirty-one. So very similar to your pick, in the same like kind of ballpark. Well, that was it. Thank you for listening to episode three of the Falcons Forever podcast.